1: Well, again, it is Winged Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week, and we are so glad that you have joined us, Ashley Ashley Strubman. I'm so confused this week because <laughs> Ashley is not with us, so Aaron did the TV program, so I'm like, well, I haven't said Ashley Strummy and Steve Post this week, so I figured I owed you one. I'll uh, take
0: it as a compliment.
1: There we go. Uh, our, our 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 very own pageant queen, Aaron Everham, <laughs> <Yeah>. is here <laughs> as well. Not sure what
0: kind of pageant that would be. Well, but.
1: there we go. Exactly. How are you? Everything good. How, well? Yeah,
0: very good. You?
1: Fantastic. I yeah. got sprint car racing in last weekend. No. little barbecue, a little NASCAR, a little sprint car racing. I mean, how can a guy complain? Look at this brand new shirt. A new Wing Nation gear. Available at Wingnation.com too. I'm all i I'm all I'm all geeked up. It's all good I, I can tell. Yeah. And uh <laughs> English as a second language, it looks like one of those days too that we're going to be uh tongue-tied because I get talking too fast. But uh no, it is great. We're gonna be talking sprint car racing, and we are glad you joined us here on Winged Nation. Um I got to um I-70 Motorsport Park uh, first off, just wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Um these racetracks that are being created, um, Jackson Motorplex, uh, what they're doing at Port, um, and what Peter Murphy, it sounds like he's doing out at Keller, and now I-70. I mean, it's unreal. Well, how, the
0: before and after pictures were like
1: It's crazy. Day. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And I was at I-70 years ago for a truck race, like in 98, I think it was. Really? Yeah, I did. A, I was uh, with uh, Randy Tolsman's team. And... Um, it was an old, worn-out asphalt track then, and it is not old and worn out now. And it's a dirt track, but it is state of the. And they shortened it, right? Boy, just a little. You talked to anybody that was there? and They shortened it, but all right, not a That's lot.
0: what I thought. I mean, I'm like, I it, looked sounded it, like, shortened like it. it sounded like it sounded like
1: they really shortened it. But when you got there, it was like, well, they didn't. It, it's okay. It's I guess I think Johnny Gibson said it's listed as point four five uh, of a mile, so four uh, you know four and a half yeah. tenths is what it is. And I think they measure that from the bottom to the top, um, so it's still a big, so just just yeah. under half mile. Pretty good, wide, sweeping race. They like, yeah. Fast. Oh my gosh, it was good. They said,
0: shortened it, and I know Sammy mentioned it on our show a few weeks ago that the old I seventy was one of the faster places.
1: Yeah, I was talking to um, uh, to um, Mike Larson, uh, yep. Kyle's dad, and. Mike was listening to the show, and he said, Sammy, and he he was talking about it. And that had kind of put in mind when him and Janet went there years ago um, and kind of put that in mind. And then when they walked in, and he was one of them telling me they didn't shorten it as much as it sounded like they shortened <laughs> yeah. Um And you're right, Sammy talked about it. But fast, good, great to catch up with everybody, great to see everybody. Did you um, see any
0: of those fists being thrown I out?
1: missed it. I walked in. <laughs> Just as I walked in, there was the buzz in the garage. And... Um, Initially, it was thought there was one video. Come to find out there's about 27 yeah, videos. Yeah,
0: I saw some new angles today. There was
1: new angles. Oh, there's the bike toss. Yeah, there's all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, boys have had it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, um, just just a lot of emotion um, yes, from, that- from the night before spilled over.
0: Yeah, I think from a few nights before. I think it's been something that. Well, I
1: don't think that. I don't think Wayne and Aaron were probably on each other's gift card registry unless. Yeah, I don't either. think
0: they send each other Christmas.
1: No, cards. I don't, and I think this goes back. Well, I know it goes back a ways. Yeah. and so. And
0: I've known Wayne a long time. If he's he threatens, he's he's going to stick up boys. Well,
1: gonna... Wayne's Wayne's um, <laughs> Wayne, Wayne's take on this thing is, as far as the fisticuffs, whatever happened on the track, it's happened between them in the past. Wayne's take on it is, "I'm a man of my word."
0: That's what I meant. He's... And
1: I said, "If you're running your mouth, if you're running your jaw, I'm going to break your jaw." And so, well, that sounds one thing very happened. Wayne. that does sound like <laughs> Wayne. One thing happened, and the other thing happened, and, and Wayne's like, "I'm a man of my word. If I don't have my word, what do I have?" I'm like, "There you go, Wayne. Out a boy." Um,
0: I mean, it brought some attention to the world of outlaws. No
1: doubt. No. I mean, that social media we, it blew up. We, you and I, neither of us know Aaron as well. Yeah, no, as Wayne. Um, Aaron has just been phenomenal with us Mm -hmm. every time we have him on. We get to talk about his kids, we get to talk about everything, and he is a world class race car driver. Absolutely, we have through your Knoxville connection and then just more time in the pits. We probably know Wayne better, yeah, and we both love Wayne. And it's like it's one of those things, it's like two of our kids fighting, you know what (laughs) I mean? It's just like, oh, well, and and because we love and respect all of them, and um, it was just interesting, you know. But good times, yeah, good times. Yep. So they played it on the. Uh, you wondered because uh, when it first sur- when the video first surfaced, Wayne told the guy. He said, uh, "Well, it was Chaz, that guy, that the Chaz that does all yeah. that crazy stuff." Wayne said, uh, "Keep that, keep that video to yourself." Well, then the World of Outlaws posted it, so I was like, "Well, the game <laughs> on, right? yeah. yeah." And so, and then they played it, in the crowd crowd went wild. <laughs> um they played it on the of big course screen they did. yeah um i, I want to say this also i mean we talked about state-of-the-art i-70 one of the things the world of outlaws has done this year is worked on their fan experience and the big screens go to all the races mm. now or the big screen or screens um boy i gotta tell you that's nice that's nice to have is no it? that really is i mean it's just you go um you know and and you know when johnny's doing it when you're sitting at home you know, referencing a replay, yeah. you're sitting at home. But when you're sitting at the track, and what, a, what replay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it just ties it all together really well. I think I think the World Racing Group did a really good, have, have just, first off, their product, their racing is so good. They took the pay-per-view experience and have made it really, really good. And they're taking a lot of that and bringing it back to the track. So you're sitting at the racetrack. Now you have replays and you have all of yeah. the, the, I mean, it's just, it's, They've done a nice job. And you take a state-of-the-art facility, and then you put the big screen in and everything else. And um, the experience is really good. It's really pleasant. It's well, I'm
0: looking see. forward to getting that experience again. You've, <laughs> been, gone. Met... You've
1: been gone. You've been <laughs> out, yeah. out of the Yeah. You're going to need to have a little name tag on you. Seriously. My name is Aaron. You know, so, it's uh, been that long. Yeah, exactly. But you're getting some races coming up. You'll yep. get some races. Yep. You've got a good schedule coming up. You're going to be all right.
0: Thank goodness. Yes. Well, withdrawals.
1: Yes. Let's get to it. Half the racing products. Hot Topics um the hot topic the hottest topic is the big cat brad sweet it was a world of outlaw sweep thursday night jacksonville late race battle and win over donnie shots Friday night passive gravel gravel um brownie was rolling in the last couple of laps i thought i thought i thought brownie if he uh, another lap or two would have been real interesting because he had it wound up he had some good momentum uh really good and then saturday i-70 late race pass of sheldon and so um brad uh Brad is just rolling. We're going to talk to Brad, but we'll just see from our perspective how good he looks, but yeah. from his perspective, how good does he feel about it all now? I mean, you know how these drivers are. <laughs> well, that's not good enough. It's not good enough. Well, there's always room for improvement. Always room for improvement. Um, Saturday was May 1st. Justin Sanders in California won the Sprint Car Challenge Tour, Aaron, his 10th win of the season.
0: It's crazy. I mean, we're talking about Brad who has eight wins of right, the season right? and probably run more races.
1: Yeah they, yeah, they probably ran, yeah, comparable. Granted, well, you know, we're talking outlaws laws. versus exactly. California, California. But regardless,
0: 10 wins by yeah, May 1st. Sanders is... had to
1: take this one on a green light checker off from Dominic the Boy, that last few laps of this thing yeah, was just spectacular. Was. I did see that. Um, so Justin Sanders is the uh, driver, I think, across the country with the most wins. All-stars, uh, they were in western Pennsylvania, love western Pennsylvania. Rain on Lernerville, Justin peckett and Sam Hafertoon Jr. won at uh, Tri-Cities. We're going to talk to Sam as well, our 410 buddy. 410 yes. buddy. We're gonna we're going we're gonna change the narrative here. Okay. Other winners, a uh, Linton Jeffrey. I watched this race. So cool to see Linton Jeffrey yes. win at Knoxville. Um Blaine Heimbach, we talked about ASCS going into Pennsylvania. They got winded out at the Grove. Yeah. Yeah, like 60 mile per hour winds or something like that. Don't be able to be walking across that bridge with that. <laughs> End up blowing your bonnet off. And uh, so Blaine Heimbach won at Sealand's Grove and at Babs. How about Brent Marks? We had him on last week on our podcast. Two for four. It's unreal. I mean, he's just rolling. Now, the good news is he needs to be rolling because next week things get real. Business picks Yo, up, up they in Pennsylvania. sure does. So we'll see what happens. But good stuff. Some great, great stuff, that's for sure. Speaking of great stuff, our friends at Hepner Racing Products, they have great stuff for your trailer and shop. Uh, they know sprint car racing. Therefore, they know what works best for your team. No other accessory can match quality performance and design. Top trailer builders use HRP Trailer Accessories to outfit their stock and custom-built units.
0: They're always adding, like new cordless tool charging stations. They're sleek in design, hold two cordless drills, impacts, or flashlight, and battery chargers. Keeps clutter from your workbench. Their roster includes something for every racer, team, trailer, and shop. So don't settle for anything less than Sprint Car Racing's number one accessories manufacturer
1: www.hrpracing.com remember promo code MRN 10% off free shipping on that first order Oh-ho! Big when you just order it up that's for sure speaking of ordering it up let's go back and take a listen to what it sounded like on Friday night it was I-70 Raceway Park, World of Outlaw Noss Energy drink sprint cars, David Gravel the race leader not for long, here comes Brad Sweet here's Johnny Gibson with a call on Dirt Vision and now for the Dry Dean death defying move of the week where one driver simply amazes us with their on track moves. Sweet to the inside in one and two. Slower car in front of the leaders. Gravel to the outside, Sweet to the inside. Slides up the racetrack and takes the lead. They get together out of turn three. Some contact there as Brad Sweet leads lap 24. That death defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Deaf, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Over the years, Dryden has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest-working brand in heavy-duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at DryDean.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car stationing body, bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing
2: action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can't be there, get you know the dull, streaming fun, with Racing Boys and GoRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full
3: lineup of events now
1: at ASCSRacing.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. And we are going to the Dry Dean Hotline, uh, where I'm not even sure where to begin uh, with this guy because he is just absolutely on fire. Swept the weekend three for three with the world of Outlaw and all. Sending drink sprint cars. He drives that Napa number 49. The big cat, Brad Sweet, joins us. Hello, Brad. Welcome back to Wing Nation. <laughs>
3: Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me back on. I appreciate it. Well,
1: I'm telling you what, you, we we can't have anyone else on because nobody else is winning any. No, I mean it's um, Brad. Um, just how do you how do you, uh, how content are you with your deal? I know you're always working on stuff, but but how content are you after a weekend like this?
3: I uh, never really content. You know, there's a there's a lot of different ways you could look at the weekend. I think it could have went a lot of different ways. Um, you know, we definitely had some things fall our way, uh, you know, and, and you know, we definitely had good cars all weekend and, and we're in contention and things did fall our way, but uh, they obviously could have went a different way and we could have not won, you know, two or two of those or, you know, one of those pretty easily. So, um, you know, we, we've we had a good car. We've had, a, you know, we've been up front a lot and I think that helps, you know, that sometimes... When things do go your way, uh, it seems like everything goes in, in waves, you know. So we're going to ride this way, but, you know, we're still working on our race car. Um, you know, we were uh, better at I-70, which is a half mile than we, we've kind of been, and uh, which was great. We were definitely working on some things, and, and some things definitely were hitting um, pretty well. So we've been good on the short tracks, and, um, you know, we're going to go to Eldora this weekend, um, and I'm sure there's going to be a whole new set of challenges that we're going to have to face and, and try to overcome.
0: Brad, right, you said things could have gone differently, but like you said, you have speed. You're you're up front. You've won eight races so far. But it's got to feel good to go to, to somewhere like Jacksonville, a bull ring, and win, and then go to something like, you know, a half mile at I-70 and win. I know you mentioned you haven't been as strong as you'd like on the half miles, but that's got to feel really good to have a car or a team and set up that, that's that versatile.
3: Yeah, I think to me uh, what stands out on the weekend is, you know, just being able to come from ninth that I-70 that first night, um, you know, there wasn't a lot of passing going on and a lot of other guys, you know, weren't able to get their cars to work on the, on the parts of the track that we were able to get our, our car to work. So, you know, definitely a lot of positives to take out of the weekend. Um, you know, we've been strong on the, the short track, so we kind of expect, um, you know, to be, to be there. And then, uh, you know, the half miles, you just, uh, sometimes when we get a little behind in qualifying or, or early in the night, it's been hard to overcome. So that was nice to, to kinda of have a package that could, could kinda, of, you know, uh get me rolling in the A main and, and kinda of get up there and, and uh you know battle for the win. So that was pretty cool and obviously that second night at I seventy I thought Sheldon was, you know, better in open track. And then um, you know, late in the race I thought we got going pretty good. Um and then just obviously a late race restart, you know, played into our hands and, and I thought we were pretty good those last few laps. But you just never really know. Every race plays out different and uh you just always gotta be in position and Luckily, we've uh, been in the right positions lately.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're, I mean you're right. Things do fall, but uh, that fast race car falls your way too, and that doesn't that doesn't hurt you at all. I, I was I was doing a little research. I'm writing a writing a little blog or something here coming up in the next day or two, and it doesn't seem it's like 2014. Uh, you settled back in with KKR, uh, and so you've been working on this. And you've really developed this chemistry, not only with Casey, but with the cars, with the team. When you, when you, when you experiment on a half mile, when you have a good car and a short track and when you travel to Eldora next, how much comfort does it give you knowing that you have that long term, rooted, deep relationship with Casey, with your guys? And you're, and you're taking that team to battle with whatever you face this coming weekend.
3: Yeah, I mean it certainly helps to have an owner that that stands behind you and believes in you, that, you know. And and there's a right way to put pressure on, you know, drivers to get the best out of them. And and Casey's always, you know, been a guy that he's been a driver himself, so he knows, you know, the the blame game doesn't work. You know, teamwork does work. And you know, when there's an issue or a driver's not doing well, he's always trying to figure out how to, you know, get the best out of the driver and and make sure that we're, you know, the cars, you know in the right spots so the driver can succeed. And I think that's, um, you know, what we've created is it's just, you know, it's something that we're always working for a common goal. It's not a, you know, he's not sitting there saying you need to do this and we need to do that. It's, you know, how can we do this? And, you know, what do we need to do to, to get better? And I think just kind of with that mindset and working together uh, over the years at this point, you know, we just, we just want to win, you know, we've, uh, he's invested so much time into, you know, myself and, and the race team. And, and so have I, you know, I've invested, you know, tons of time in figuring all this out and, you know, you get to this, this point in your career and, you know, to me, it's just time to execute. It. It's time to capitalize on, you know, all our investment, all our work, you know, we're, we're at the place that we work so hard to get to and, you know, in these situations, you don't always get to stay on the mountain that long. So we, uh, we definitely want to, Stay on top of it and, uh, you know, obviously win as many races and championships and big races and, you know, as we can uh, Why we're in this position, because we we know how hard it is to get here.
0: Brad, adding on to what you just said, one of the nights after I-70, you said something like you're at the highest level you've ever been at as a driver. And you you mentioned all the hard work you've put in, but this year we've talked to a lot of different drivers about the mental game of, of racing. Um, whether they visualize themselves in victory lane or they're studying film or whatever it may be. And we know we talked to you for years about uh, the mental side, but like, what is it like to have that confidence now? And, and where does it come from? Is it experience? Is it visualizing? Is it all of it?
3: Yeah. I mean, I would say the main thing is just experiences and experience just being the experience to, to get to this level. Obviously you have to have the right mindset. You have to have the right talent. You have to have the right team. have to have everything kind of come together but you know I think what what separates you know a guy at at the top is just the experience you know he you just kind of know what to do a lot of the times and you you don't get too worked up you know maybe when you're you didn't qualify as good or you're not in as good of a situation your head just stays right and you stay focused on you know what the task at hand is and um, you know you keep working on your race car and and obviously once the track gets in the A main a lot of the times. Um, you know, you have a good race car, you can pass cars. So, um, I think just just doing it for a while now, and and then obviously, you know, once you know what your car should feel like, um, you're always working to get that feel out of your race car. Um, you know, once you know what it's like to win races, you know, you're you just you kind of have that feeling of you know what what it takes to win, and you know all that stuff just comes with doing it for a while. So. I think that's why you see a lot of sprint car racing. You see a lot of the, you know, veterans and, and guys with some experience do so well. Um, and you see rookies that have a lot of talent, but it takes a, long, a, a while to, for them to put it all together where they can compete for a championship over, you know, a 90-race schedule or, you know, where they can win, you know, multiple races in a season. You know, so it, t- it just takes a while. But, you know, once you're there, it's, um you know, it's a great place to be and it's, you know, uh, worth all the investment of time that you that you put in.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it's and and I'll tell you what, it's impressive to watch. It really is because uh, for us sprint car fans, man, I'm telling you what, it looks really, really good on the racetrack. I I happened to watch uh, Friday night. I was at the racetrack, and I just felt like you were in the ninth spot. It's going to be interesting to see what you did. And I so I watched every pass, every move, and uh, that, that car and you and everyone is just rolling. All right, I'm going to go totally off the racetrack though. It's 12:20 Eastern time on a Tuesday. What are you doing? Where are you at? and What are you doing? <laughs> I'm uh,
3: I'm at home. Uh just was sitting here with my wife and daughter and uh just looking at the calendar, we're trying to figure out all my flights and uh trying to figure out um you know when we're going to go on vacation <laughs> and uh and then trying to just figure out which races they would come to and wh- which ones I'll come home from and i uh, just trying to lay it all out and then uh, getting ready to do a uh Mid morning workout, and then we'll we'll go to lunch or make lunch at here, and then uh, just kind of relax and just kind of enjoy uh, the nice California weather and and some uh, family time for a couple days before uh, we get back on the road here.
1: Yeah, you got a busy stretch coming up with Eldora and then over to Pennsylvania, but your mid morning exercise, what do you what are you working on today? <laughs> yeah, I mean I
3: I just kind of come out in the gym and I have a, bo- a whiteboard that. You know kind of has uh some workouts on it so uh today I'll probably do uh you know i kind of have a tuesday routine where i i usually i do biking kind of on mondays and then uh Tuesday I'll do more of uh the rower and and then uh you know some lifting um some stuff that's more strength oriented so just uh I try not to overdo it because I feel like you can you know do too much you know especially to try to go for a whole season of uh you know trying to stay in shape for as long as we need to be in shape um so just try to get two or three good workouts in a week um you know and and sometimes i go a little harder than than other times but try not to try not to overdo it too much
0: you mentioned vacation where do you and the family like to vacation
3: oh man after the last year we weren't able to do really much so uh this at this time we're kind of looking at uh going to the bahamas um Florida, we're definitely a warm weather family. So we uh, we didn't get to go to Australia this year, and that's usually kind of eats up our winter time. And uh, this year we didn't. So we, we like to go places that have beaches and that are warm. So we're going to hopefully take Savannah on a couple of good uh, beach trips.
1: That sounds awesome. Brad, We appreciate you taking some time uh, out of the uh, glamour portion, the traveling, the airline flights, all of the fun stuff with the calendar. That's the glamour portion of the job. But we appreciate you uh, taking some time, and uh, we'll be following along at Eldor and on throughout. We wish you the best continued success as 2021 carries on. Yeah, thanks for having me on, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking again soon. Fairly confident we will. Thanks, man. Here we go. The big cat, Brad Sweet. One thing struck out to me, and I'm I'm not – I don't like talking to drivers much about other drivers, you yeah, know. Watching that finish at Jacksonville, last lap, next to last lap, Donnie gets by him, Brad gets back by him. Three years ago, Donnie Shots wins that race almost every time.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just this is where this is where we're at yeah. now, and this is how it and, – and this is not a knock on Donnie nor a knock on Brad. It's, no. a, it's a compliment to both of them. But three years ago, when Donnie passes somebody on the white flag lap – Yeah. It's over,
0: and whether it's equipment or it's just what he said, exactly. experience, experience,
1: it's, and everything yeah. else, and but it's the confidence. I'm, you know, yeah. you when when you get clubbed, I don't care who you are, and this is this is everybody that has ran, ran World of Outlaws up until about three years ago. When you get clubbed every night by the same guy, I, I don't care who you are, that's got to affect you. Yeah. You know, I mean, and Donnie clubbed him on a regular basis. Now we're getting to the stage where we're this is he's won the last two championships. Mm-hmm. and he's rolling now now the E is the clubber <laughs> i think i think that's right isn't it but he's rolling and look what happens those late race battles he's winning them now and, and 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 he won a lot of races i'm not saying but this goes back you think about dale dora when he won the nationals remember that yeah. red flag and he sat there and looking at the scoring pile on and it's 49 and 15 and how much that, you know, and what he talked about yeah, and just the way he went through that. Laps, yep. Yeah, he ran two perfect laps. This is the this is the this is the difference between great sprint car driver, which Brad Sweet has been for years and years and years, and excellence. Mm-hmm. And right now we've got that excellence. And it's fun to watch. I like I said, I watched, I, I somehow, when he was starting ninth, I said, let's come here to see what he does. And I watched the whole thing. I'd look at the front, I'd look at the battle, but I'd keep an eye on him. I'm telling you what, and that car was better, 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 better all night long. And, boy, when you're, when you're brad sweet as a driver and your car gets better all night long, you're going to win races. <laughs> it's impressive. It really is. We're, we're watching a treat right now the way that car and he is driving. So, good stuff. Now, as he said, Eldora, another group of challenges. Bristol the week before was a yeah. different group of and challenges. and Pennsylvania. And then Pennsylvania. So, uh, ride the wave while you can. Hey, we do need to step away. Um, Speaking of riding the wave, Sam Haferteep Jr., he's riding a 410 wave. And we'll talk to him in just a moment. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules tires, ride on our strength. Fruit is a premium grower, packer, and shipper of Washington tree fruit. Apples, pears, and cherries, and it's always an exceptional eating experience, and they're grown in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. High-quality fruit, exceptional flavor, healthy snacking, and they're a longtime supporter of Sprint Cars, Sprint Car Racing, and Wing Nation. Make sure when you go to your local grocery store, ask for sage fruit.
0: Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam bass artwork and University of Racing lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out at CircleBDiecast.com.
1: The Dean Hotline busy today. We appreciate Brad Sweet joining us in the first segment of the show, or the last segment of the show, if you will. Joining us now is uh, Sam Cheap Jr., fresh off from a trip to Victory Lane. Hello, Sam. Welcome back to Wing Nation
2: yes sir i'm uh glad glad to be back
1: on for sure well we are glad to talk to you as a an all-star winner a 410 winner and boy i'm telling you what on sunday night you had yourself a handful with a tricky <laughs> racetrack i'm telling you uh talk a little bit about that race and just tell us uh tell us about getting the win there on sunday night
2: yeah you know we were terrible on on saturday and uh you know we just uh we just really hadn't raced on anything like that uh, all year long and you know, we've been making gains on speed and just uh you know, it caught us off guard but I I felt like in the B main we got going pretty good there and then uh yeah then Saturday or Sunday, you know, we uh, we pulled up and usually that place is slick top to bottom and real dusty and then uh you know they had the, the track pretty open and and uh you know, probably new ownership there as well. So, you know, they, they have uh you know have a task on their hands that, you know, I know how racetracks are. So just uh, got us in a situation where it was going to be rough and choppy all night long. And, you know, we just had to deal with
0: it. Sam, after, you know, getting back in the four tens last few years, being a little frustrated this year, committing full-time, running with the world of outlaws, how satisfying is it to get to victory lane?
2: Well, you know, I, I wouldn't say there's a weight lifted off our shoulders, but, uh, you know, I know I've known we've had speed and, and, uh, we just, you just really couldn't really put together a whole night. You know, we've, we've had some nights where we've run pretty good, but uh, you know, really what we've struggled the most on, you know, is when the track loses grip, we, we, uh, we've been struggling really bad with that. And, and uh, usually that's our go-to in the 360 deal for however many years. It's just, you know, if it got slick, that's where, you know, we were moving to the front and now, you know, kind of vice versa with the 410 deal, but uh, you know, it's, we're making games. Uh, you know, I knew run with the outlaws would help us tremendously. You, know, you you have to, you have to compete at a high level with those guys. And, and uh, from where we've been competing the last five or six years. And, and I figured the best way we were going to be able to learn is just to get out there and, and, you know, and take your lickings and, and uh, you know, just keep on getting better and better and better. And, and, you know, like I say, our, our results are starting to come around and uh, we wanted to come from with the all-stars this weekend to kind of see where we stacked up against the you know, the rest, the rest of the 410 group. So looks like we stacked up pretty good on Sunday and it looks like we had a little work to do on Saturday.
1: When you say you're struggling with the slick tracks, which historically had been your strong suit with your five-time champion, five consecutive championship with ASCS, is it, a, is it a different tire thing? Is it just the horsepower thing? What, where, where have you pinpointed, where have you put in your efforts in getting better in that, in that department?
2: You know, definitely tires have something to do with it. Uh, you know, the other side of it, you know, usually in the 360, you know, we can tighten the car pretty tight and, and uh, usually that's that's really what I like. And with the 410, every time we tighten up, we, we go backwards. So, it's just something that we have to consciously tell ourselves to, you know, keep the car a little freer. We've just got to figure out ways to to make the car do what we need it to do. And, and uh, you know, like like I say, it's a process. You know, nothing nothing's built overnight and and we know that and, and uh we have a good owner that's willing to take the time to let us you know, let us figure that out. And uh yeah, that's the most crucial thing. I think uh you know, we know we need the time and, and uh we're making our strides and you know, there's gonna be nights that we do really, really bad and then there's gonna be nights where you know, like Sunday night where we, we had some success. So, uh we'll just keep going with the uh going with the flow of things and and uh, you know, hopefully, we start bridging all those gaps with the with the changing track conditions. And uh, you know, we're uh, like I say, e- e- even that we have been tr- struggling on the flicker track, we're we're still way better than we were to start the year. So uh, definitely seeing progression on our side. And uh, it seems slow when you're the guy, you know, making the progressions, but uh, to the rest of the world, they think we're 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 progressing pretty fast. So we'll just keep on going like we have been.
0: Sam, you mentioned when you're running with the World of Outlaws, you, you are forced to step up your game, and you've made some big strides. How difficult is that? It's you know, easy now that you've got a, a victory under your belt, you can look back and talk about the, the strides that you've gained, and you, you mentioned that it's not easy being the guy going through the progression. But to get beat up with the, by the World of Outlaws night in, night out, it's tough. How difficult is it, after winning five championships, all the success you've had, to kind of manage that confidence and know it's not you and things that you have to work on?
2: Well, I mean, and and, and some of it was me, you know, there's, there's lots of things, you know, there's, you know, whether it's just our race car, everything, you know, I've told a couple people this, that, you know, the last five or six years, our, our car, you know, has been so good, so dominant, you know, it's kind of like Brad Sweet every night with the Outlaws, you know, the car's good, he's dominant, he can make smart decisions because he has that ability with his race car. And you know, also you know he's doing a good job too. He's got to, he's got to race smart. You know, when when your stuff's that good, you start racing differently. And and uh, you know, when your stuff's like ours, you're kind of in desperation mode all the time. So you know, there's a big and, and you know, like when we were winning all the time with ASCS. I mean, I bet some races I could run eighty percent all night long, and maybe two or three laps I'd have I could go really really hard to get where I needed to get to, and then I ran eighty percent and ran smart. You know, and and right now you know, uh, you know, not, not everybody has the luxury of, you know, having the best cars every night, you know, just, I mean, all the outlaw guys are pretty good, but you know, there's some guys like Brad sweet that dominate quite a bit. So, uh, I think, I think honestly, for me, it's just running 100% all the time. You know, it just changes, you know, I, I haven't been doing that. You know, we've been, you know, for the last five or six years, we've, we've had such dominant race cars. We haven't had to, raise it up to that extra notch very often. You know, there's there's times throughout the night. But, you know, with, with the outlaws, you know, the way things are right now, I mean, you're 100% every lap, and, and it's definitely a change. And and I think I've changed myself. You know, I've been able to ramp that up as well, and, and I'm getting better with that. And, and, you know, our cars are different, you know, just the tires. There's so many things that go hand-in-hand hand with it. But, uh, you know, like I say, I think it's all coming full circle. It's just taking some time.
1: Years and years ago, we had Shane Stewart on this program. He had won like four or five straight 360 Nationals, had all that success with Bernie, uh, or not Bernie, um, with, um, oh, it's Kyle's guy. Now, or uh,
0: Paul Silva. Paul Silva. Yeah. Paul
1: Silva had all that success. And he came on the show, and he just was like, I don't want to be pigeonholed as a 360 driver. I want to be a 410 driver. And I sense a little bit of that with you, um is, is is there part of that now that you've done everything you can do in the 360 world and now it's time for Sam Hayford Jr to take it is, is there part of that going on with you to to establish yourself in the in the in the 410 ranks
2: Well it's not even I don't even think it's that I just think you know 360 doesn't get any credit at all you know like some guys are forced to race 360s cuz that's what they have and that's what they can do um and I just think some of those guys don't get the credit that they deserve. Like, you know, I, I've always said that, you know, like, you know, we worked really hard on getting fast in that. You know, obviously the competition level, there's nothing close to the outlaws ever. But, um, you know, those guys are good. Like, it's, you know, and I, they just don't get the, you know, they don't get the credit they deserve. And it's not a deal like, well, I'm just a 360 racer or I, or I care about that. It's not that I care about that. I think a guy that wins at any level, you know, like, you know, and I think ASCS is a, is a higher level of racing. Do I think it's the All-Stars? Do I think it's the all No, not at all. But, uh, you know, Aaron Reitzel dominated ASCS, you know, when he was there, you know, the year before you know, when I broke my arm. You know, we dominated. Then uh, Aaron goes and runs All-Stars, and he dominated that too. I, I think that all those guys are good racers. You know, Shane Stewart's a prime example. Uh, you know, a guy like Jason Johnson, prime example, you know, they all were victorious in everything that they did. Uh, They were all successful. So I, I just, I hate the classification, you know, just, you know, like to me, a a sprint car racer is a sprint car racer. Yeah. Are the world outlaws the best? There's no doubt about it. But uh, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, if these guys are have the motivation and and they're smart and, and they know what they're doing, I think, you know, they can be successful, whether it's a 360 or a 410, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I just, like I say, I just think 360 guys get a bad rap sometimes. Um, uh, but as far as like, and we we kind of prove that, you know, like the 410 guys come down to to West Texas last year, and I mean we won by like three seconds, and the top three were all ASCS guys, and 410 regular guys, you know, were barely inside the top five. So it's like I say, it's more of what you run and what you're used to. Mm-hmm and, you know, what you're successful with. And, and uh, you know, right now we're, we're focusing solely on the 410. so, you know, hopefully, you know, success keeps coming our way, and I've and I proved that to be true.
0: Well, and I think what you said earlier, too, it, it's also a different tire. There's differences between the cars that aren't, you know, maybe like you could run so well on a slick track with a 360. Some of those things apply, too. When you've got so much success in a 360, hop into a 410, depending on the, the series, that there can be differences that, that are out of your out of your control. So
2: sure. Yeah. There's a lot of changes. Very, very, quite a, quite a bit anyway.
0: Yeah. I feel like people don't realize that. And you're, you're so used to your 360. You you had a a great dominant car for so many years. You had so much confidence that, like you said, Sam, where do you head from here? You're going to stay with the all-stars. You are gonna head to PA Eldora. Where are you going?
2: Uh, we're supposed to be at Eldora this weekend. Hopefully the weather cooperates. It doesn't look too good for right now, but, uh, we're going to do that. Then we're going to go out to PA the next week and then, uh, Back with the All Stars uh, for the Circle City races and Kokomo and all that. For uh, you know, we'll run run the for the that race Rudine point fund they have going there. So that'll be good. Obviously, we like when guys like Kevin Rudine give back to racing. Very special.
1: Boy, it is no yeah. doubt about that. You are right. Well, Sam, I'll tell you what. We're used to talking to you a lot. Okay, and so we're glad we're getting to talk to you a lot again this year, or at least got one kicked off here, and I'm sure we'll talk to you down the road. But always appreciate your time. I really appreciate your insight when I catch up with you at the track. You're always one of the guys that takes a lot of time and explains things to a knucklehead radio guy so that I can understand things. So I appreciate that, but uh, really appreciate seeing you in Victory Lane. And, again, thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys.
1: Hopefully we can make it more of a regular occasion this year. There we go. We'll do that for sure. Thanks, Sam. All right, we'll see you guys. Boy, I'm telling you what, there's a lot to unpack there with him. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's all good. It's all good. I, I thought when I saw him down at Screven this year, I said, man, he's fast. Then he goes to evolution. He was really fast. But I think he's right. The tying we um we have a conversation that'll come up this weekend on our TV program with Danny Dietrich. Yeah. And Danny uh talked about how important qualifying is in the world of outlaw world and and how he feels pretty good about where he's at now with it. I think that's where when you look at Sam. Sam had had Sam early part of this year was rolling in qualifying. Yep. He had a quick time, I think. Yeah, at he, Bristol, he had, he was, a, he had yeah. Bristol, he set a new track yeah. record. So he's kind of got that aspect of the program down. I, I talked about it. Brad from lap 25 to 30, he's rolling, and Sam is okay, dry, slick track huh. trying to figure it out. Yeah. And it, there's there's no knock on him. But I'm telling you what, Hayford Teep starts to put a full night together. Yeah.
0: He gets as comfortable as he was in that 360. Oh, Watch boy, out. I'm telling yeah. you what,
1: batting down the hatches. <laughs> Because he is a wheel, he can he drive is. a race car. Absolutely, he is extremely talented, and I like the team. I like the way they're doing it. They're 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 just slowly climbing the ladder. The expectations this year, they haven't gotten themselves upside down with expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it. I like where Sam's at. That's for sure. Sage Fruit has been a longtime supporter of sprint car racing, sprint car fans, and us here at Wing Nation. What they pride themselves on most is providing shoppers with the highest quality, best-tasting apples, pears, and cherries available. Go to SageFruit.com and make sure you ask your local grocer for SageFruit. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco UltraTech. Sunoco UltraTech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best.
0: Aggressive Hydraulics provides solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. For instance, agriculture, construction, defense, emergency services, energy, food processing, forestry, marine, mining, railway, and even truck equipment. They design and manufacture mobile-style single-stage cylinders as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Check out their story at aggressivehydraulics.com.
1: Fun chatting with Sam and Brad today. Yeah. You know, over the last few years, they've won all the champ, the big championships with ASCS and and World of Outlaws. And so I thought it was kind of interesting when uh, we are talking yesterday to put this together. I'm like, well, this is kind of like old days here when we get these two back together um, because we have had a lot of conversations with the two of them. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm telling you what, we're living right. We're living really right. So sprint car racing is alive and well. That is good. Um, speaking of sprint car racing being alive and well, um, Darren Pittman, uh, seems like he's landed pretty good. Yeah, I'm
0: excited for him. Yeah, I
1: am too. So we're going to chat with Darren on Thursday in our podcast, presented by Dry Dean, by DRF uh, Racing Oils. i be anxious to see where Darren's at. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's ready to get back behind the wheel a little bit, but he's also house hunting in Texas with the new business. Um, the next chapter, if you will. So, look forward to chatting with Darren. And then, uh, as I kind of alluded to there just a bit ago, uh, coming up this weekend on Wing Nation TV, presented by Sage Fruit, uh, Danny Dietrich uh, is going to join us and talking all things Pennsylvania. Because uh, flip the flip the flip the weekly calendar over next week at this time. Oh yeah, they'll be the coolers will be iced down in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Now uh, we'll be ready for the Gettysburg Clash and the Morgan Cup. So, again, thanks to Brad Sweet. Thanks to Sam Hayford, Chief, Jr. More important than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota
0: Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home